Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. For the Love of Pomegranate podcast is brought to you today in association with the Who Knows Wins app. Do you have somebody in your family or in your life who thinks they are the absolute Nostradamus of guessing all the scores correct and all the games, getting all the results correct on any given weekend? Well, the Who Knows Wins app will be a way of you calling their bluff. What it is, is it's a social sports game where mates, friends, family, colleagues, you may name it, can pit their wits against each other for real money. But most importantly, for the all-important bragging rights of being that person who knows just that bit more about sports than everybody else. Um, you can use the app for free. It is a free app to download from the iOS and from the Android store. Um, if you don't have a custom league that you've set up yourself, don't fear. You can always play in in-app leagues as well with the community that is there. And you can join one of those, just like this week's Pick 10 League has a £6,000 prize fund. That might be something that might interest you as well. You can keep on top of all the live action within the application with live updates and live score updates in real time, which is really, really handy. And so far, since its inception, over £2 million have been won on the application itself. Just a couple of things to mention too. You need to be 18 years or over to use the application. Application is available in the UK, so some of our listeners outside the UK may not be able to, to avail of this application. And lastly, please, 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 please remember to gamble responsibly. So thank you once again to Who Knows Wins application. And now, let's go back to the podcast. So it's... Uh all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello there everybody and welcome to the Team Sheet Tantrum in anticipation of this game versus Southampton. I'm on my own for the moment. I will be joined by Paddy. Paddy's actually at the ground um, and just waiting for him to get some connections. So uh, I've seen that he's had, himself and his son have had some cool photos with uh, Philippe Coutinho previous to the game and stuff. So we should be going live to Paddy as soon as he has 
some connection um, near the ground. So, obviously, as I said, we're playing against Southampton today. Going to be a... I don't know really what to make of this game. I'm feeling a bit crappy at the moment. I've got a bit of a head cold. I can't shake it all week. Um, and uh, I could do with a win today. Plus, also, I'm on my lunch break because I'm working at the moment. and I'm just on my lunch break. So, uh, this one will be about 30, 35 minutes. It won't, won't leech over that. But um, I could do with a win. Put me in, put me in some good spirits. Um just judging, I suppose, really from Stephen Gerrard's uh, press conference at the start, or yesterday, should I say, um, doesn't really seem to be any any injury news. Carney Chukwemeka is out, um, but it looks like it's going to be more or less the same squad to pick from that we had last week. I personally don't envisage many changes. I think potentially the only change could be that maybe we might see Buendia back in the team instead of Watkins or Rings. Maybe we see... Bailey come back into the team some way, shape or form. Playing against this Southampton team is weird and it's strange. And as we said in the preview show, which feels like it was a million years ago now, as we're saying in the preview show, you know, you really have to be resolute and stout through the middle because they, they do line up all the way through the middle. They line up in a very kind of a, a condensed formation and break outwards. So uh, it's interesting one for them. They're obviously going to be without uh, Kyle Walker-Peters and there was someone else that that they were down as well. Sally Sue, they would be without Sally Sue as well today. It seems that they would be without those two players uh, based on what happened uh, during the week. But uh, they had uh, quite a good game against West Ham. Um, what a goal by that left back, I think it was. It was the left back from um, Perud. I think his name is. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. If it's not, I, and I've butchered it, I apologise. But uh, what a strike that was. Just goes to show that we're not going to be able to leave any balls dropped to the second man at the edge of the area. And that's something that we do like to do. So we're going to have to have to tighten up on that. Obviously, I think that there's, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people have said it and it's been all around social media. No free kicks at the edge of the area for obvious reasons. When you've got James Ward-Prowse in the team and it looks like, James Ward-Prowse is somebody that is going to eclipse David Beckham's free kick free kick record in the Premier League, um, considering he's still quite quite a young player and he's already up there. I think he's scored twelve free kicks or something in his uh, in his career so far. So he's gunning for uh, for Beckham's free kicks, but not do not let him um, get edge closer to that record today. Would be my advice to Aston Villa Football Club. Um, my biggest, another big thing that I'm going to look for is if they do actually um, play that diamond in midfield again today. I, I very much so believe that that diamond was played specifically as a horses for courses formation against Brighton. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we go back to a flat midfield three again today to be concise and condensed in the middle. Um, I don't think we're going to see our fullbacks maraud up and down like they have done previously. I think that that is something that we, that, that has has changed is that fullbacks will stay back a small bit more, um. But it'll be really interesting. I, I'm just not sure we go too up top today. Could be 100 wrong, um. And I think the Brighton the Brighton tactics was a horses for courses uh, type type of, of of setup. But all will be revealed in the next four minutes and eighteen seconds, um, as to when the when the team sheet is announced, um. Let's have a little look at some of your comments there while we're waiting for Paddy to come on. Delboy, good to hear from you again. Get at these early today. No stupid free kicks near uh, near our goal, as we all know what can happen. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, we have Barry uh, has said, I don't think there'll be many changes. Possibly Luis dropped or Bailey for Bailey for Ings for more pace up top. And 
potentially I think the Bailey for Ings is is something that we may see or even a Bundy in there for Ings. Um, but then again, there was a lot of talk and, and Stephen Gerrard did mention mention Danny Ings and, and his work rate and everything like that. He specifically called him out uh, in the uh, in the press conference in a positive way. And it was interesting that Hasselhutl, um called him out as well. And basically, I don't know, some people took offense to it that maybe he was having a go at Aston Villa that uh, we threw money around the place in the summer. And he said that, you know, that we signed our best player for a massive amount of money. And, you know, it's uh, he hasn't really panned out so far, Danny Ings, but he's uh, he's he's definitely somebody who can uh, who can contribute within this within this team, and we need to see more from him if he does play today, for sure. Um, Rob Henry says need ninety plus minutes of concentration, creativity, effort, and belief today. They will have it. I think they will. I think I, I'm very much a believer in um, short term success is very good for a team mentally if that makes sense, because specifically a team like Aston Villa, um, obviously as you go towards, like if you were Bayern Munich or someone like that, short-term success is out the window because um, I think what you're looking at there is uh, from a uh, from a mentality point of view, you're looking at maybe short-term failings or something that you put out of your mind an awful lot easier because you know that that over the course of the year, you probably will win out, you know, so you don't panic in that in that instance. Whereas I think for, for ourselves, for Aston Villa, I think, you know, and you guys might have different opinions. You might think that it's small-minded of me, or you might think that it's small, that it's a, it's poor mentality. But I think when you win a game, you really have to take the positives for it, and you really have to make a big thing out of it. You have to enjoy winning. You have to enjoy winning once to be able to enjoy winning twice. And when you're a team that doesn't win consecutive games that often, you know you have to really make a big deal out of the wins from a positive mental attitude point of view. So uh, I think I read somewhere recently that. November was the last, it was November when Steven Gerrard came in was the last time we won back to back. Um so it's not often that we win back to back. And uh, you know, if we can do something like that, it would be huge for the confidence of the team. So that's why I'm saying that, you know, even when you win, you break a you break a streak like we were on previously. What was it, one and seven, one and eight? I think there needs to be a big deal made of that in within the squad itself and specifically I think from the management team. So uh, we'll see what the we'll see what the um, I suppose what the what the the benefits of that are or what the conversations have been over the course of the week as well. Uh, Brendan is visiting his outlaws today, uh, and he's going to be watching it in his own. Um, and there was me thinking that my day was bad, considering that I'm in work and uh, also that I'm dying of a head cold. But uh, you know, there's always someone in a worse position than you. Uh, <laughs> I'm only joking, Brendan. I'm only joking. I'm sure they're lovely people. <laughs> um, where else are we? Uh, oh, I didn't see this at all. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, talk of no Conzardinia. That would be massive if there was no Conzardinia. I would. Oh, I really don't want to see Ashley Young at left back. I really don't want to see it, um, and I hope that isn't the case. We've only got less than a minute to figure out if that is the case or not, so fingers crossed that that is a scurrilous rumour. Not from you, but fingers crossed that these players do play um, and, uh, and and that we do have a full complement today. Um, where else are we? Uh, this is a good point as well from Joe. Whatever the team rotation will be critical through March anyway. What is it? Is it something like five games in 18 days? Four games in 18 days? Five and 18, I think, is what we've got coming up now. And we only have a squad of 20 players. 
So that is true, Joe. I, I think the rotation will probably come after this game. We might see some rotation for Arsenal. Um, maybe Bundia comes back in there because it'll be a bit more open and expansive uh, that game, whereas this is just like, as, as I've said before, Southampton play just a real crazy, crazy formation. Um, I am going to share up here. I'm not quite sure if the someone might let me know if the team has been announced, and I think it may have been. Yes, it does seem to have been announced, so let me share up my screen and we will go through the team together. So here we have it. We have Martinez, Cash, Chambers, Mings, Ashley Young. Yeah, so you were right. Uh, no Dina, no um, no Kanza. Uh, that is a real, real, real blow. Um, McGinn, Douglas Louise, Jacob Ramsey, Coutinho, Ings, and Watkins. So it looks like we are going with that midfield diamond again. But look, the big, big, big talking point here is we're without Kanza, who is arguably our best defender, and we're without Dina, who is arguably our best attacking player when we get into the attacking third for making things happen. And that's facetious because obviously we've got Coutinho in those, but when we get things wide, he's our best wide player. And that to me is massive. Um, I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm very worried uh, from the point of view that they're not even on the bench and this is the first we're hearing of it. Um, hopefully they're okay. Hopefully there is, uh, it, it's not a long-term thing because our squad depth specifically in those two positions, is, well, there's no other way to say it. It's pretty shit. Um, so let's see. Let's see what uh, uh, what comes from that. But I am, yeah, that's a bit of a dampener now for me, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I, I'll be honest, I, I just really don't like Ashley Young playing in this team anymore. Um, he might come, might have a fantastic game and, and stuff. It, we're seeing him get old in front of us, unfortunately. And uh, while he's a lovely, I'm sure he's a lovely guy and he's a great professional, he's done tons in the game and stuff further up the field where he can use his, uh, where he's got that kind of Teddy Sheringham-esque kind of, you know, first couple of yards in his, or in his mind kind of a situation is, is where he is for me, where I would like to see him at left back for me. I'm going to always be on the side of trepid uh, I'm going to have a small bit of trepidation when I see him there um, so this is going to be really interesting um, hopefully he's a great game I'm not backing against him don't get me wrong um, it's just obviously he's a big 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 uh, downgrade on, on Luca Dean um, where are we here uh, do, do, do Peter Banks the ref today I'm definitely not on ref watch uh, you might as well be the last ref. I only just did a bit of bit of uh, homework on him because uh, I asked Paddy, did he know anything about him? He said no, and I go, and Paddy wasn't anywhere near his computers at the time. So I said, I better do a bit of homework. Peter Banks, I'm familiar with the name. Don't really know a whole pile, a whole pile about him, but um, let's put it in our own hands so that we don't have to to rely on the referee, as I say. But Balg, the villain, says that Peter Banks is dreadful, hates to see football break out. <laughs> It'd be interesting. Let's just see. Let's see what the story is. Um, uh, where are we here? Where are we here? Where are we? Yeah, as I say. Uh, oh, sorry there, guys. I'm, I'm getting lost in the in the comments there. Um, getting lost in the comments there. Uh, who's in the bench? Sorry, I never called out who's on the bench. So we've got Robin Olsen, Courtney House, Ben Christine, uh, Young Tim, Sanson, Tommy O'Reilly, Buendia, Bailey, and Triore. So our substitutes are predominantly attacking based, which is the makeup of our squad, to be honest. Um, 
but we do have in in reserve <coughs> excuse me in reserve we have Courtney House to come in and Ben Christine. Um, if that is how you pronounce his name. I've heard it sound Crescene and I've heard it pronounced Christine and I'm going with Christine until I'm told otherwise. Um, so yeah, look, our, our bench is pretty strong. I'm, I'm happy enough with our bench. Uh, as I say, I'd like to see maybe a right-footed defender in there. If we do, if Matty Cash does go down for whatever reason, I'm sure How- Courtney House comes in, Chambers shuffles to right back. Um, Ashley Young goes down. I'm sure Ben Christine comes in there at left back. Um, I don't. I'm not worried about him having to come in and play left back. Like he will. Like obviously, Ashley Young is 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 going to be the preferred option there. Um, whenever I kind of talk about Ashley Young, I'm always putting him up against Luka Dean, um, which is fair because that's the incumbent in the place at the moment. Um, but obviously, Ashley Young for me would be a step up on Ben Christine. But if Ben Christine comes in, more power to him. You know, I I was watching the Leicester Leeds game. Actually, does anyone have a score in the Leicester Leeds game? It was an interesting game beforehand. Um, I was watching the Leicester Leeds game and Luke Thomas was playing at left back and he's just a really really nice player and he's a really young player and he's a guy who kind of came in in a in a push at a time when they needed somebody to come in and 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 he's really kind of solidified his place within that first team squad. And uh, what was it two years ago now? I think it was and he's a really really exciting player and. He's just like that's maybe what we will have in somebody like a Ben Christine in time to come. Um, but for the time being, he's gonna have to, 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 to make um to make hay while the sun shines if he does get his opportunity off the bench. Also, young Tim got his minutes the last day, came on what for what the last four or five, six minutes or whatever it was. We have Morgan Sanson. There was a Sanson sighting last week as well. I would imagine that they would maybe come into freshen up midfield. Uh, Bailey Traore, Bundia, pick your poison depending on what way the game is going. They will. They all have their different attributes. Obviously, Bundia can come in there and control the pace of the game if needed. If be more or less a direct replacement for Coutinho. You've got the pace and Bailey to try and stretch it if needs be. And then if you want to make the game just go bonkers altogether, bring on Traore because he does have that maverick kind of spirit to him that that uh, um, unpredictability, which is um, which is something that you know has worked for him. He scored quite a few goals last season. Can't remember how many off the top of my head. And you never know if things are going right. We might see Tommy O'Reilly off the bench as well, who's somebody that the coaching staff are very very excited about. Let's have a look and see if we can um, if we can see the Southampton team. One moment there. We have a Southampton team of sorts. Where is it? Southampton named their team? I'm here on their Twitter and it doesn't look like they've... Unless I've scrolled past it. Oh, they do. Um, So... They have Fraser Forster and goals. I'm not sharing it here, but I'll call it out to you. Fraser Forster and goals. Livermento, Stevens, Bednarek, and Perud at our back four. Um, our old friend slash four, Ariel Romero, is uh, holding with James Ward-Prowse, Stuart Armstrong, Elianusi, and uh, the other three midfielders, uh, Armando Broja and Shea Adams up top with a subs bench of Willie Caballero, uh, Valerie, Walker-Peters makes the bench, Diallo, Will Smallbone, Gineppo, Theo Walcott, Nathan Redmond, and Adam Armstrong uh, make up their bench as well. So they've gone for height uh, at the, in the back line, specifically with Stevens and Bednarek. And then obviously Roman Perud comes in there at left back for um, 
for Walker Peters, who does make the bench. But that's a strong midfield that they have there. We spoke about it beforehand that Stuart Armstrong is going to be. Um, he's all action. He was really, really good when he came on against West Ham during the week as well. Elianusi has often fronted up our fullbacks, and that's why in this game particularly, I'm, I'm just, I would love to have seen Luca Dean in there because if Luca Dean is playing at left back, uh, at left back, I'm a bit more co- confident um, with Elianusi there as well. Brogia's you know, finding his feet in the Premier League very, very quickly, and myself and Paddy discussed previously: would he be, um, would he be somebody that was, uh, that maybe was, <coughs> excuse me, was uh, going to go back to Chelsea and maybe make it at Chelsea? But um, who knows? As I say, he's making hay while the sun shines at, at at Southampton anyway. And then Che Adams is a former Blue Nose, so we won't. We just always just hope that they don't score against us. Um, for sure. Um, I forgot to send Paddy. Paddy needs a link. He's looking to get in there. I'm sure he's got lots to say about this. Just sent him a link there, and we'll see if he is able to pop on. Um, couple of, uh, couple of, couple of, couple of comments there from you guys. Sorry, there. I, I, I'm, I've neglected the comments. Um, I'll get rid of the team here also as well. Um. Uh, that is true, John. That is true. Don't worry. Be happy. Uh, I thought it was a squad game. The squad has improved. Squad used, in my opinion, up the villa, villa till I die. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, we're playing with what we have. I just didn't expect Luca Dean to be out. You know, it's the first I heard of it. So you just saw me go through the grief curve. What is it? The, the, the change curve, the grief curve, whatever it is, you know. You ever see that curve there where you're going to denial, anger, acceptance, and then onwards? Uh, so I just did that all in this stream uh, in the last 18 minutes. Um with regards to Bawatelli, we don't know what happened to Dina. If anybody knows, if anybody's seen anything, if it's been posted on, um, if it's been posted on any of, uh, by anybody there, by maybe Ashley Priest or someone has it there, um, we'll see. Um, did it, did, 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 Connor, Connor says um, that potentially there might, there might be a COVID thing. We, we don't know. We won't know until we get it. Um, Leicester are one nil up. Uh, I have I completely forgot. I'll tell you how bad my head cold is. I completely forgot I asked for the um for the score in that game here. We have somebody here who wants to drop in, and that's Patrick. How are you? What's the feeling in the ground? Well, uh, there's a little bit of shock here now. So we we don't know what's happening. So uh, yeah, it's a bit of a shock here. That's why I didn't even see your message on my phone. Um, bit of a shock here as well. I went through the full grief curve there with regards to Ashley Young playing at left back. Um, but with the two boys out, it's 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 a strange one, and uh, hopefully yeah. it's nothing too serious. So we've uh, we saw Konza, and we saw uh, apparently we, we didn't see them, but somebody saw Luca Dean coming in. So I'm I'm guessing it's not COVID. So who knows? Who knows? I'm sure it will all come out. Um, it'll all come out in the wash, and probably be asked about it prior to the game as well. Um, which is interesting. But this is actually a good point, actually, for Bog the villain. We're here talking about a first choice centre half and a first choice fullback being out of the team, but Southampton are in exactly the same boat with uh, Salisu and uh, Walker Peters. But at least they've got their Walker Peters on the bench. Um, I'd be very worried, as I say. Well, not worried, but I obviously look. We can only play with what we have. But we are down to the bare bones now in defence, so I'd really hate for anything massive to be going on with the two boys. Maybe they're all, maybe they're just out because of precaution. Um, but we'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. 
Paddy, what's the feeling like around the ground, I suppose? Take out the team sheet. What's the feeling like around the ground? There's lovely sunshine over there anyway, it looks, in the background. It's lovely sunshine, but I tell you, Neil, it's absolutely freezing. I'm wearing a jacket inside for that exact reason, Paddy. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm struggling to hold the phone here because I'm so cold. <laughs> it's absolutely Baltic. I, I, we, were in, um, we were in the whole street with... Uh, Kieran O'Callaghan and B6 Ben, and we, we, had, we, we, we had a good chat and a good drink, and that's why I'm late, so I make no <laughs> apologies for that, I, <laughs> I'm here, I eventually got here, so it's, uh, <coughs> I look you don't on, have to <laughs> you don't, I said you don't have to apologize for that, yeah, but it's, um, yeah, everybody is just kind of scratching their heads at the moment to see why why our centre half partnership has changed and why that's the only that lived back. Yeah. So, you... all, all we got to, you know, so many things going through your head. Is there a problem? Is there disciplinary? Is there COVID? Is there uh, injury? So, we don't know. We don't know. I don't think anything was said in the press conference yesterday. So, it's a, it's a really interesting one to see what happens here now. Yes. Yeah. Um... Looking at the team itself, Fatty, it doesn't look like there's too many. Well, like obviously the only two changes are what we've just mentioned there as well. Looks like we'll be going with that diamond in midfield again, and two up top once more. Excuse me, once more. Um, what I want you to do, you're, I'm going to give you some homework while you're there, Paddy, because TV angles. I'd love, I'd love if there was a TV angle you could select that was from behind one of the goals, so you could see what whatever's happening. They have it in the NFL. It's absolutely like excellent. This one. To see whatever's going. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm. That's why I'm giving you some homework. Uh, will you please just get get somebody just to look at Douglas Louise and see where he where he uh, he's setting himself up throughout the whole lot of the game? Because from the side on angle, it, sometimes it can be difficult to see whether he actually drops in between the two the back three very often, specifically when we're out when we're. Um, Getting ready to to defend during the breakup, should I during the build up to to the, to the other team's um, attack? But I'm going to give you some homework to see if that is the case. <laughs> no problem. Challenge accepted. Uh, I'll be about I'll be about forty yards away from him and I'll be watching what he's doing. Um, good, good. I think I I think it's going to be um, I think it's going to be a strange game. Did, did, I I haven't seen this Hampton team. Did you say there's changes there too? Yeah, so Jack Stevens is in at centre half, and uh, Peru, the guy who scored the absolute belter against West Ham, he's in at left back. Walker, Pe- Walker Peters is on the bench, and Salasu misses out with a hamstring injury. Uh, Hassel Hooten okay. has just said. Fair enough. Yeah. So we're, we're going to expect more of the same, I'd say, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what, what way we line up. I, I, I'm just. I'm just conscious of the fact that we, we've lost two major players in, in, in our team. And mm. we just don't know where it's going to pan out. So I'm just hoping, above all else, that this is that the guys will just rise to the challenge. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm comfortable with Callan Chambers. I said that before. I'm comfortable with actually Young playing in that position. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Uh, Connor just said to let you know it's a fresh 31 degrees there in the countryside of Brazil. Oh, yeah. Well, well, thanks for that, Connor. It's it's a fresh <laughs> three degrees here in B six, and it's despite those uh, lovely clouds, fluffy clouds in the sky, I am actually freezing. You so, you didn't bring the hip flask, you but you know. Uh, well, I think I'm enough on board at this stage, so I'm okay. <laughs> AVFC Stato, 
thanks a million for watching by the way if no if, if you aren't following AVFC Stato you really really should be um, some unbelievable nuggets this one I prefer though that you didn't share with us especially when we're going through the grief curve is Aston Villa have a win percentage of just 16.7% without Ezri Kanza in the team since they were promoted hopefully that is on up today and we do win today um, because as I say winning will lift all boats with regards so to this but uh is AVFC Stato saying I should watch this game on the concourse with a point of my hand? <laughs> back to the tavern, back to the Aston, ta to the Aston Tavern. <laughs> That's what he said. Because it might not uh, be as cold out there, no. <laughs> exactly. Paddy, is there any truth in the rumour that you're over there doing, ten doing up a tender, um, tender package for the new North Stand? No. Kelly and Kelly Builders, you're not, you're not creating a new building company or anything like that to do up the new North Stand, no? Well, you never know. Do you know what? <laughs> Isn't this... You, you, you walk away from the stadium and you forget how incredible it is. It would actually yeah. be really, really sad to fucking fill in them corners. But that's what, I'm sorry, I'm coursing now because I've had a few beers. But to fill in them corners, it would be sad. And and do you know what? There will, there will, I, I reckon there'll be no corners filled in because you have... Obviously, that corner the whole thing that was never done. Yeah. You have that side over there, which is kind of open. And it's just the most amazing stadium in the world. And it, it, it just epitomizes everything there is about British football and football. And it's just, you walk down those steps and you look at, you look at that amazing surface out there. And it's just an amazing, incredible experience to be here. Yeah. And I'm blessed. I know, I know I'm blessed. I know I'm blessed to be here. I only booked this trip on. Monday or Tuesday, wherever it was, mm. and it's just it just takes your breath away every time you walk down those stairs. It really does. Uh, I, I don't imagine that they'll close in. I'm actually going to be interested to see the plans in a former life, as some of you guys might know. I was involved in architecture and I did actually work with the conservation architect that was the conservation architect who did the whole, the whole pub, did the whole stand. Um, unfortunately, he wasn't there when the dog Ellis was being uh was being designed otherwise i'm sure he would have kept all the lovely facade but um haven't spoken to him in nearly 20 years now at this day at this rate but i'd be really interested to see what they do do with the with the north stand and um yeah as i say it'll be really i don't think they're going to fill in the corners at all i think they're just going to go up a small bit higher um uh, no no i think the corners are filled in i think the corners are, are filled in. i haven't seen the plans yet to get it up there and and i think the away fans will be way up there in the in the gods and that's probably where they should be uh, a, la, uh, a la Newcastle, but sure, yeah, what it is, it is, it is what it is. But like my season, my season ticket used to be the complete opposite to where I am now, up in the, the upper tier of the North Stand. And this is an incredible place to watch football. It really is an incredible place to watch football. Yeah. And I just wish it was an incredible place to watch better football. And and we'll get there. <laughs> we will get there. We will. We'll get there, Paddy. Um. Yeah, this is a good one from Bog. Bog says, fill in the corners might keep the heat in. <laughs> yeah, it actually might. <laughs> uh, good. Um, Seeker64 says, the Stevie just said you have to adapt to COVID, so it sounds like the Kanzandina might be precautionary or something like Probably. that. Once again, we're Probably. just speculating here with that, but um, it seems yeah. that that's what was said on the, uh, the pre-match. So thanks a million for that. Who have we got on the bench, Neil? We have, oh, I had it up there a moment ago, I've just gotten rid of it, oh no, it is, we have Robin Olsen, Courtney House, Ben Christine, uh, Young Tim, Sansan, uh, Tommy O'Reilly, 
Buendia, Bailey, and Traore. So okay. very attacking minded, so, I think. In, fa but, in fairness, Tommy O'Reilly and Traore are probably the beneficiary of whatever yeah. happened here because they were they were probably on the on the outskirts of the the team that was going to be picked. Yeah. But so we'll we'll uh, we'll see soon enough of what way it's going to work out. Exactly. Exactly. Paddy, I'm going to let you go and warm your hands, whether it's hand-wringing or whether it's go down for some more alcohol. I'm going to let you go and, and, and warm your hands. I'm going for more because... alcohol. You didn't need to know that, but I'm going for more alcohol. <laughs> Just remember to come back to watch the match because I've given you homework now. I'm going to be I'm going to be marking your homework now tomorrow on the, on the post-match. So, uh... don't, you, don't you worry. I'll be back with my woolly hat and my hood up and everything will be fine. <laughs> Excellent. Paddy, thanks a million for dropping in there. I'm going to actually, uh, I'm going to just go, going to go through some of the comments there as well, guys, and then we're actually going to finish up because I need to get back and do a small bit of work before I, uh, um, b before the game. Um, but thanks so much, everybody, for, uh, or thanks for a million, Paddy, for dropping in, and we'll chat to you afterwards. A um, couple of comments here are that uh, John Banbury says that Borja, Borja, Broja is a big threat. Absolutely. He's, he's, like he seems to be sco not scoring at will even, but just influencing games every game he plays in now. You know, so he's really kind of hit the ground running. And uh, whether he's playing up top on his own, whether he's playing up there beside Che uh, Adams, he seems to be able to adapt no matter what, whether it's to a two or whether it's on a one. And he's only a young player as well. And, you know, um, the sky's the limit for him, the way things are going at the moment. Um Jordy uh, 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 uh. Villain says, love the channel, but I might have to stop watching today and not being there. So it's so depressing. New giving up season tickets would be hard, but why is it not getting any easier? I know, I know the feeling there. I know the feeling, but hopefully we'll, uh, hopefully you'll get back there very, very soon, Jordy. Um, uh, oh. Have we any more comments there? We do. Uh, Alex Roberts says that he's in Edinburgh and it's a scorcher minus 10 degrees shorts out. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely, and you know what? I'm not even, I'm not even debating that, that there are people in Edinburgh out in shorts uh, in minus 10 degrees, because that's exactly something I would expect. I'd expect no, no, no less uh, from anyone else. Um, guys, we're going to leave it there at that. It's, uh, what, 38 minutes to kick off there. Thanks so much to everybody for, uh, for popping on with us. Uh, it was great to have Paddy in from the stadium as well. Um, positive. I'm positive about this game, as I say. I still think we can we can get a result uh, in this game today. We, we have huge firepower. If our firepower clicks, and it really hasn't clicked so far, but if it barred the... 20 minutes against Leeds but if we if we can get uh, a performance like that out of Coutinho again get him some space in there uh, get in around Romeo's feet uh, maybe we see Watkins build on, um, build on his performance the last day as well you know getting a goal be lovely to see Danny Ings score a goal against his previous team as well but being com compact and and uh, and concise and, and stable in the middle of midfield for me is what I really want to see from this. And if that happens, then uh, we will come out of this with something at least. Um, I'm going to say it. I think this is a must-not-lose game. But my prediction for today is that Aston Villa are going to win 2-1 uh, today. And we're going to see goals from... Go on, sure. Why not? A goal from Ashley Young, considering I said that um, I'm a bit dodgy about him. A goal from Ashley Young and a goal from Coutinho today. Why not? Um, you can make mindless mindless um, predictions at the start of the game like this and no one ever remembers. Um, so thanks very much, everybody, for watching today. Go get yourself settled. Aston Villa versus Southampton coming up in the next 35 or 36 minutes or so. Uh, here's hoping for a win. Thanks very much for everybody for watching. And all that's left to say is up the Villa. Thank you.
Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.